0: About spiritual gifts, we're talking about how God gives gifts to each individual. Gifts are abilities to do things in his power. We all have talents, but this is different. They may go hand in hand together. For example, God may take a person who has a beautiful talent to sing, and when they sing, you are touched. And maybe they don't sing even as well as someone else musically But they touch you. Why do they touch you so much? Because they have a gift that they are exercising in the power of the Holy Spirit, and they're filled with him, and he is ministering. He's ministering through their gift, not just their talent. And uh, Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be mistaken. So he says in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 6, there are a variety of gifts but the same Holy Spirit. There are gifts, charismaton. And that's the same word that was in Romans 12, 6 when we looked at that. There are seven basic motivational gifts that are mentioned here in this passage of Scripture. And so he says there's a a variety of ministries in one Lord. There are many different things people are called on to do. And ministries is the word for serve, from which we get our word deacon, and it means to to let God use us in serving. And he says there's there are a variety of effects from these gifts. But the same God who works all things in all persons. He enter- energizes. Is what the word is. We, we work in the power of the spirit. Exercising our gift. And God energizes us. And touches the people with whom we are ministering. And with whom we are ministering or are, are serving. And so the purpose of God is to use these gifts to glorify him and to bless other people and to help people come to know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Now you say, well, I don't know what my gifts are. And a lot of people don't as a believer. And you need to study the passage in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. You need to study the passage in Romans chapter 12. And they will help you understand these different gifts that God provides and promises. Now, I think what you need to do is don't worry about it. I've had people get so upset because they couldn't figure out what their gift was. And don't figure it out. Just go about serving Christ. As you go about serving Christ, whatever God does through you, if you are available to him, will be probably the manifestation of your gift. For example, uh, from the time God spoke to me as a 15-year-old boy to preach, I've had this hunger, this desire to preach the gospel, to share the word of God. And a part of that is my, my gift to preach and, and teach. And that's something God has put in me. And, and because of that, then it's like, a, it's like a driving force in my life. For some of you... I mean, you'd be miserable if you couldn't serve, if you couldn't minister, if you couldn't show mercy to people, if you couldn't help people in certain ways, if you couldn't administer things and oversee things. You have a great ability to take a project and and to just put it all together and bring it to its end. So, you see, that's how God wants us to be. Just don't worry about your gifts. Just do what God's leading you to do. Do what God's put on your heart to do. And be busy about what God called you to do. Now, you can't sit in your rocking chair and make any difference. You can't sit out in front of the lake all weekend and never make any difference. You've got to be willing to let the Spirit fill you and control you and take charge of you. I like to say what God wants us to be are fat people. And I don't mean physically fat. I mean fat, F-A-T, faithful for f, available for A, and teachable for T if we're faithful to him, if we're available to him, if we're teachable by him, we will discover, you know, God wants me to do this and this and this, and he is calling me to serve in these ways, ways that I had never expected that he would use me. Now, let me mention that uh, some of the gifts that he talks about, I'll mention just a few of them. One, as he says, the gift of prophecy. That doesn't mean foretelling the future primarily even in even the prophets if you read the prophets they did predict things that God brought to pass but that was minor compared to what most of what they did 90% of what they did was proclaim God's truth and that's what God wants those he calls to have the gift of prophecy and it, it has discernment with it to know truth from error and one of, the, one of the gifts he often gives people is that gift of discernment, that ability to see that's, that's right, that's wrong, that's good, that's bad, discernment even to see in people. Because I've found that some people are very, uh, just seem to have very little ability to see that this isn't right and what this person is saying isn't right and what this person is doing is, is detrimental and you can't see that. Why is that? Well, I think some people have more of a gift of discernment than other people have. But God wants us to use whatever he gives us. And as we do so, it will make a real difference in our lives. And I hope that uh, you'll do that. I want to pick up uh, with something that I think is really important and give you an example of a person who was spirit-filled and what it meant for him. And his name is Stephen. And we read about him in the book of Acts. And it's in chapter 6. And he is preaching to the religious leaders. He's telling them the truth that they don't want to hear. And it's pretty dangerous stuff that he's doing. And it ends up costing him his life. But the Bible tells us about him. And in Acts chapter 6 and verse 5. The Bible says that Stephen, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Stephen was chosen to help to administer food to those who were in special need. And they chose a group of of men to do that, seven men full of the Holy Spirit. Now the Bible goes on to talk about Stephen in chapter Uh, 6, and it says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, verse 8, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, and the Bible says they began to argue with him, and they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. See, God was speaking, giving him wisdom that he didn't have, And, and as he spoke, the people got mad. They got angry, and they, they accused him of all kinds of things, and they took him before the Jewish leaders. And verse 15 says, all who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looking intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. It was amazing. And we're going to pick that up tomorrow and talk about Stephen and what he had that we need. And that was God's spirit. God bless you. Have a great day.